0: A spell will take you to a land that we've
1: created for ourselves.
2: back hurt? You cold. Yeah, cold? You got the shingles? So cold. You, got, you got your sciatica acting up? <sighs>
0: something's acting Altered. up.
2: Altered. Uh, something's acting up, man. Something? Something's acting up. I'm feeling a bit. Yeah. I don't know. A little bit
0: under the weather. A little bit. Mm. I don't
2: know. Him. dude. Getting old. It's getting old. It's cold. Getting, getting old. Getting, getting grumpy. Don't want to do what I'm told everything's annoying me. These young people going around acting like, looking at me, like I'm 30 now. Like I'm out of touch. <laughs> like I don't have anything to offer anymore. I heard all the people in the cinema calling you old man behind your back. Old man. Old That's man. just a new nickname.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what old happens.
2: man. Old man, Phil trying to get us to do his dirty work. <laughs> no more. No more. No mas. No mas. <laughs> no more. <laughs> they say they, they, I'm a fool. To do your dirty
0: work. Welcome to the Pond Charles Cinecast. Over here. Uh, presented by the Prince Charles <laughs> I was about to say over on Patreon, but that's not true. I mean, you know, it be on Patreon. I mean it, it is. It's, it's gonna yeah, be on Patreon early, but it's not if, Patreon. If you're episode. on
2: Patreon, then it is Patreon. But if you're not, then it's not. But like relax.
0: Yeah, relax. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is your host, John the falser and I am here today with my Ooh, 30 year old man, Phil. How's it going, Phil? How's it feel to be dirty?
2: Great. We haven't really Great.
0: properly talked about this, you know?
2: No, even though that's the whole point of most of this year's programming.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because we got, we got yeah. so caught up, caught up in, uh, you know, looking breaking, at it, the law. breaking the law and doing alien shit. And, you know, we kind of forgot, like, your birthday. I mean, you know, I said alien it was your birthday, shit. but I didn't really ask you. I didn't really ask you
2: Oh, your birthday was. Alien shit. It was alien that shit. That would be a good wrestling gimmick. What alien shit? Alien shit, and it's like the gimmick, the gimmick is just like you're an abductee. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> how come they, they haven't done like a kind of wrestling like alien abductee like character yet?
2: Yeah, or a guy, or a guy who dressed as an alien who's going around like trying to, you know, stick his finger in people.
0: I think they did that in like the first episode of ECW on Sci-Fi. They had like an alien, Uh, or they were, or at least they were. They had like a zombie
2: and shit. Yeah,
0: Uh, maybe they were thinking about it. I can't remember. Maybe they like showed up in the backstage area or something. It was just like, oh, this was on (laughs) Sci-Fi,
2: like, like, like the, like the Boo video.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the Boo video. Speaking of which, a little bit of user feedback, Phil.
2: My birthday was fine yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was great it was actually great. I got to see mine good safety so <laughs>
0: nice. oh, was that during the LFF thing
2: yeah he had a he did a talk at the uh, Royal Festival hall mm-hmm. with uh, Edgar Wright and that was real nice and I went to see that show, and you were recommending it to me, the big Leah
0: oh yeah, yeah, nice
2: old man and Paul. it was good it was good stuff and it reminded me of now that you're old. My aging, yeah, my mortality, and that's what this whole year had been. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a good way to confront that fear and get over it. So if anything, it had made it worse. So <laughs> continue. Okay.
0: Uh, well, here's our user feedback. Uh, it's actually, this is a Patreon thing, and I think I read this, and this kind of like slipped me up at the top of the episode. Um, this is the reason why. But normally I don't do these Patreon user feedback bits on the main timeline but it was kind of funny it kind of popped me a little bit so I decided to do it uh, our pal Chris Davis over on Patreon he said this in reference to the Stan Romanek episode
2: <laughs> which maybe be our best episode <laughs> yeah. you should listen to it you it's, gotta get over there I just, on Patreon I, I just re-listened to it and it was it's really so fun. funny I think I like episodes when I'm making you laugh. Yeah. And like you, you it, it, I'm it,
0: just like crying really at the episode at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm so angry. <laughs> well, Chris Davis said, so glad you've watched this so we don't have to. <laughs> although, <laughs>
2: Literally, dude.
0: <laughs> although I want to believe there's a really good alien abduction documentary out there, or at least a Christopher Guest style mockumentary about a group of oh. alien abductees meeting up and I'm like, Oh my God. I never oh, knew that's the idea dude. I never.
2: Be I did that for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that's a great idea. Yeah, I should have left that behind the paywall. <laughs> 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 no, man, that's such a good idea. It was funny though, because, uh, we we're, you know, doing those episodes and i am i kind of like still an alien brain. Like I still want to just like, mm. I, I, I don't know. It hasn't left me yet. Um, but like I was uh, talking to Julia and she was laughing about what you were saying a couple weeks ago, how I think it was during the um, Fire in the Sky episode, how it's always just like, you know, the the Simpsons joke is always just like these like poor, like losers, losers <laughs> with no <laughs> jobs <laughs> or whatever that are like claiming to be alien abductees. And you're like, see, it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> and the thing is, I got that book, Communion. And I was saying I was going to oh, yeah, like yeah. it and I was going to read it at the very beginning it's so funny he's just talking about how he, you know cuz he's like a writer or some shit like that and he's talking about how like he's uh he's like you know i've been tested you know numerous times by numerous different people uh afterwards you know who all claim i'm of normal mental health and i i have and a normal poor. job and he's like <laughs> my yeah and he's not poor and uh, he was just like, and there's plenty of other people who are all normal people with jobs. We're not crazy. <laughs> no, We're not crazy. And I was just like, if you have to start here's some like evidence, that,
2: Phil, <laughs> you, if, you if you have to start like that, dude, it's like, you know, if a guy, <laughs> you're crazy. talking to a guy and he's like, I'm not racist, but yeah. the next whoa, thing whoa, out of his whoa. mouth is going to be racist. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing there. I'm not crazy. It's like those but McDonald's adverts that. Just, they're like, it's beef, okay? It's like 100% mm-hmm. real beef, we swear. And it's like, yeah. but that makes it sound like it's not real meat that you're selling, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, I hope Just, everyone enjoyed our I want to believe season. I want to believe that we could still do good episodes. Um, <laughs> I don't know about this week, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, Thanks, Chris, and thank you to all of our Patreon backers. If you want to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. We're throwing out good episodes, like about Stan Romanek, this guy who was abducted numerous times for years. (sighs) Anyway, Phil, guess what? What? I already kind of buried the lead but He's a 30 year old man Meet, Meet a boy <laughs> named Phil Born in 93, time to celebrate anniversary. He and John are gonna take the cast To a time way way Back in the past Phil, Phil, Philiversary, keep The oh, yeah. anniversary back. is back. Shit. Wow. Now that our boy wonder is officially a, with a 30-year-old vengeance. man, we have to start to see the year out. The way we brought it in with some films from 1993. And because we are nearly at Thanksgiving, we'll be uh, covering a couple of 1993 films that at least feature Thanksgiving. And surprisingly,
2: <laughs> there
0: are actually kind of a few... <laughs> <laughs> From the year the time. Different the era. Yeah. So seeing that Phil has joined me in the League of Old Men, and I'm pretty sure he's pretty grumpy about it. Um, yeah, I hate it. What film are we talking about today, Phil?
2: Grumpy Old Men.
0: Believe me, this man is a menace. He's always drinking, starting fights. Isn't that right? They're both grumpy old men.
1: Why don't you do the world
0: a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? <laughs> Idiots!
1: Eat my shorts. So? So what? But huh? after 50 years... What? ...of fighting over nothing... What?
0: What?
2: So? What? ...they finally found something... holy. Oh, my God. Moly. ...worth fighting for.
1: See, women get obsessed with me. It's like one of them fatal attraction things. I'm too lucky for my
0: shirt. too for my shirt so sexy it hurts.
1: Oh, yeah. It's just
2: beautiful. Thank you.
1: Jack Lemmon. Your cat crapped on my steps again.
2: Yeah, who says you can't train a cat?
1: Walter Matthau. Why would a woman come over at 1.30 in the morning to see you? Just why do you think, bonehead? Oh, my God. And Margaret.
2: John, when was the last time you made love? October 4th. I'm 1978. Sexy
1: 1978. Sexy Grumpy old man. John
0: Gustafson, played by... Jack Lemon and Max Goldman, played by
2: Walter Matthau. Making Back his here, second appearance. Second
0: appearance in 93. Who'd have
2: thought? Who'd have thought? No other podcast talking <laughs> about Walter Matthau this much.
0: They're two curmudgeonly neighbors who have been at each other's throats for years. The rivalry of the former friends intensifies when Ariel, played by Anne Margaret, comes along and provides a love of interest for them both. When Max finds out that John is experiencing family troubles and financial ruin, he steps in to help. Their bond is further cemented when John has a health scare and Max makes the ultimate sacrifice for his friend. I don't really know what that means. Does he, though? Does he make the... I mean, you know... Is it the ultimate sacrifice to help him out in financial ruin? That's not the ultimate sacrifice.
2: That's not the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> oh,
0: that's right. He does. Well, he let him have the. He does he let, let, let him have, have a Dame. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dame. <laughs> you know these old school guys. they got to use their old school uh, yeah. speak. We're old men now as well, Phil. So we have to use terms like Dame, and broad, dame and, and broad and Dame and you know, putts schmuck. schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's the 1993 comedy written by Mark Stephen Johnson. And directed by the director Richie
1: Rich, Phil.
2: Ooh. I looked that up, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, fucker!" <laughs> Donald. I know how much you love Richie Rich. Donald Petrie.
0: Well, it's not just Richie Rich. He did. He had a pretty good career. He did Mystic Pisa, which was a pretty, pretty big like little mm-hmm.
2: breakout breakout role, role for, for Julia, Julia
0: Roberts. We have uh, my favorite Martian in the mid nineties. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> really?
2: little
1: All film. Right. Miss Sandy Banger. B's
0: banger role.
1: How to lose a guy
0: in 10 days? It's like the end of McConaughey's, like, it's before the McConaughey's, like, just like those last. Yeah, like, I'm sick of these rom These last few rom-coms where the girl's pulling at my fucking necktie or something. Um, (laughs) And he did Welcome to Mooseport.
2: You know. The Gene Hackman Ray Romano movie. (laughs) Yeah. That we all know and love. We all know and love that one. Phil, Hot Takes Out the Gate, Grumpy Old Men. I'm a big fan of, like, American movies set in, like, snowy suburban towns. Yeah. You know, like, Home Alone, Just Friends. Oh, dude, <laughs> you know Just what I mean? Friends
0: is so good.
2: <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, those like, f- family holiday movies that are set in these, like, nowhere sort of towns. Yeah. That are just I- idyllic around Christmas.
0: Yeah. Did you like just want to go move there? Because that's all I wanted to do. Yeah,
2: me too. I was like, I want this house. I'll take thirteen thousand dollars. I'd buy this house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thirty, I could maybe afford that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I could put a down payment on it at least. Yeah, I'll 90s, give you a tenth man. of Beautiful. that right now. Yeah, the nineties were great. You could like, buy times.
0: houses for very cheap.
2: Yeah, look at that. Um, you know what? Hot take. This is pretty good. Yeah. Actually, I actually yeah. like Grumpy Old Man. I thought you, set, I thought I like you set me up for a joke. This is gonna suck. Yeah. This is gonna be. Oh one yeah, of those, you've like, never seen weird. it. Never seen it. I was like, oh, yeah. this is gonna be like just a shitty like 90s, like fucking buddy comedy. that's kind of like you know sort of. I guess very much like resting on the laurels of its stars and sort of rehashing any chemistry, any past glory, and sort of like it would be this curmudgeonly like old men, like talking down to the young people type. Movie, the youths. To the youths. <laughs> um, and it is kind of all that, all. <laughs> um, but it's not, it's actually really fucking sweet. So I was like watching, it. I was like, ah, I'm actually enjoying this. Take that, to Yeah, Jonathan. yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I, no really, I
0: genuinely like this film. I it really was like it. It's literally just like an easy 93 film, just a uh, polished the year off Thanksgiving-y sort of.
2: It's a very easy movie to watch. It, it's like one of the. I guess there's like kind of, that kind of perfect holiday kind of family movie, right? Where you, I can yep. imagine anyone sort of gathering around TV and watching it, like it worked. I should appreciate how dirty it was. It's, way, it's dirtier than oh, I thought it'd be. Burgess
0: Meredith? Holy oh, shit. Burgess,
2: the fucking He's blue with Burgess Meredith at the end as well. i was just yeah. like, God damn. Um, yeah. But no, like it does. The Obviously, Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau are, like, are incredible together on yeah, screen. I love and, them both. And, they, and so Anne Anna Margaret. Weird to see like a manic pixie dream older woman. yeah dude that's so true
0: man fuck yeah no but it's great though because we're always talking about like I was telling you like the other night like at the cinema but I was listening back to the um, Signs episode and we went through this (laughs) whole fucking spill about like um, I I mean it was my fault I got and I'm doing it again as I (laughs) uh, where I derailed the whole episode talking about how like these kids in these movies like the M. Night films like he kept trying to get these like kids but it was funny because All these kids, they kept, you know, appearing in his films. And then, like, they were so great, so young. And I was also saying, like, you know, Dakota Fanning, so great, so young. But then, like, she just kind of, like, fell off. And it was like she Mm -hmm. passed her peak before she even got to, like, the age where you would peak at. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she still hasn't even really gotten to that age. And then it was like, you know, she's aged out of Hollywood early. But this was, like, (laughs) nice to see because it's like, hey, let's just get, like, an old screen legend, Anne-Margaret, in here. And Mm. just like throw her on. I mean, like she used to be what, like, she was in like what, Viva Las Vegas with Elvis and shit? Yeah, she she was was in about 12. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, and just throw her in this film with the, cause like, you know, Jack Lemon and, you know, Walter Matthau, they, they had such long careers and stuff of just being, you know, the, the, yeah, men, together the and example a yeah. men could just do, you know, long, mm. long, long fucking careers. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah they yeah. could do. Th- and
0: even so, Anne Margaret just looks like way younger than them as well, even though. Uh, she looked insane.
2: You know, yeah. But, uh,
0: you know, it was great. It was cool to see. And that's a good, good shot. Manic Pixie, yeah. old lady, young girl.
2: <laughs> yeah. But she would, <laughs> she would, she would get in it and she, and I sort of, I, just, I liked it. Like, even with the material, not always great. Like, the film's fairly, like, old hat, like, predictable. Mm. You can't, you know where it's going to go, what's going to happen. Everybody's going to be friends by the end. But, like, yeah. um, I really dug the characters, and I liked the relationship, and I thought it was genuine and sweet and funny and just, yeah, like, really easy to watch. And it looked like it's one of those movies they look like they're having fun. Yeah. that goes yeah. That goes a long way. And like I appreciate how specific to their context, like to their situation it was. Like a lot of the humor is not punching down like I thought it would be. It would be it would it's very much taken from them being old, like them arguing about what's the best way to die. It's yeah. funny. Or them <laughs> yeah. trying to one up each other in the pharmacy. Like that shit's funny. Yeah. And like, you know, there's so much life in that age. It doesn't you know, we tend to see, especially in Hollywood, there's like, you know, there's a sell by date, like you just said, and there's a point where nobody's really interested in you anymore. And this is a film largely made up of an older cast, and they they could they completely carry it. They're amazing and they completely sell it. And like that fucking little routine Jack Lemon does when he's you know, I usually hate it in movies. Oh like the dance routine. Sex, yeah. Yeah. Like fucking uh dance number. Uh, but his little thing is cute because like yeah, you yeah. don't see him move move around that much in the movie, um, <laughs> and it's got the big, it's got like stupid night trope, and it's got like a, it's got the montages and the makeover scenes. I'm too sexy as in this. For some yeah, reason. dude, I was um, just like, oh, there's here we fucking the snowmobile scenes. there's like an unnecessarily like big elaborate fucking set pieces. like with the shed, the like oh the big the, shed, the, yeah, the cabin going into the fucking ice and stuff, yeah. But it's fun, and I liked. I really liked the grumpy old men. Like I, like I dug <laughs> the idea. The you know they they've been friends and enemies the whole their whole life, and it's sort of kind of fighting about the same thing their whole life, and this, it, them sort of having to bury the hatchet through this movie. But like, I was just glad it wasn't Dennis the Menace, <laughs> which is what I thought it would be. No. <laughs> I no, thought it would no, be that, no. just like yeah. oh, it's gonna be just this like wacky. Like I yeah I wacky watched oh, I rewatched like deck the whole like, a year or two ago, and that mm. was bad. Yeah, and I remember it being. I thought it'd be more like that, with just this series of like escalating, like, pranks that aren't funny. With really unlikable characters, yeah, but like this. I get it's like what you're you saying. like both, like, and it goes back and forth. It would not. It would, you know, it would fun and actually enjoyable. this is watch. like
0: post Home Alone, where like exactly the, that wacky, like uh, you know, slapsticky, over the top comedy shit was really fucking permeating.
2: Yeah, but like no, when this they has have a lot of heart, though. This film when they finally gone. fight it naff it's shit you know yeah, like it's just yeah, shit yeah. fight you know they yeah, just kind of then, fall like, over in the snow together and yeah, the and punch the, is like so weak
0: the fucking burgess meredith comes over and just like dresses them down like he's still yeah no, like and he, they both act like little boys like oh yeah. we got caught like yeah. by your dad <laughs> oh i'm so sorry yeah. mr gustafson
2: uh, <laughs> so oh funny. but yeah that as well like the supporting cast is such a burgess meredith fucking incredible yeah. just killing it doing his mickey stick, love it he's yeah. the ultimate a curmudgeon old man, yeah. but I also really liked like the kid, and you're kind of rooting for oh, them yeah, to get yeah. to. I like yeah. that subplot. I mean, Daryl, like Daryl Hannah, Hannah and, and uh, Kevin Pollak. Kevin Pollak. Like, I Thank love you.
0: Kevin Pollock. It was so yeah, funny. I've Literally been... the day before I was wa- I watched this. I was watching like Kevin Pollock doing because he's so good at impressions, and him doing like a Christopher yeah. Walken impression <laughs> it was so funny. It was so spot on.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I like I like even that subplot and like them. And, like, you're kind of rooting for that to go through. And it was just nice. It's a nice, like, I imagine I'll like this even more if I get to that age.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really sweet, though, because it has these, like, you know, these, I don't know. It's like I saw this film as a kid when it came out, basically. And it was just, like, one of those classic movies in the 90s. And then there was the sequel. Mm-hmm. And that kind of led to, like, the, which I more so know of, you know, Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau, in their like, you know, later years, you know, because you had, you know, these two films, the Grumpy Old Man, Grumpy old, Grumpy Old Men. Uh, there was the film called Out to Sea that they did, which is basically Grumpy men, Grumpy Old Man on on a boat on the boat. Um, <laughs> and then there was like they did an Odd Couple sequel.
2: They called, um, yeah, they did.
0: But like there was even like a Jack Lemmon and funny enough, like going back to a couple weeks ago when we were doing the Fire in the Sky episode, James Garner did a really interesting film together where it was very similar vibes to like the chemistry that you added with Walter Matthau. Not as good, obviously, but like mm-hmm. it was still good because James Garner is great as well. And um, yeah, they, yeah. they were playing like two guys who might've been presidents back in the day. Like both of them were presidents <laughs> okay. back in the day, but they only had one term. And then in their elder years decided to run again. And they were like running again. That's each funny. Other something. I can't remember. Like in, yeah, to have a second term, I believe. I think that was the premise. But it was like this whole political <laughs> thing and you know, yeah. obviously just like a bit like grumpy old men's style of just competing with each other the whole time. And it was funny. But like, yeah, it was just like that was classic and it's very sweet, man. Like seeing it as an older, you know, person, I'm like not old, but you know, seeing it as an older person, not as a kid mm-hmm. anymore, it still holds up. It's still really funny. Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau are like fucking great together. Just so good. I've always liked Walter mm-hmm. Matthau as well. So it's like, you know, seeing this was like the same year that Dennis and menace came out. And despite like, <laughs> you know, I know that became a bit of a joke on the podcast, just Dennis and menace in general this year. It's just been really funny, <laughs> but yeah, I've always loved him. He was perfect back then. And he was so good in this film as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He and
0: Jack Lemmon's so good at playing sort of more of the everyman sort of role. And uh,
2: oh, he's perfect. I he's love so Jenkins, yeah.
0: And uh, but also like with a bit of like quirkiness to him, which is just, he still has it at this age in his twilight of his career. Um, but yeah, they they're just so good together. And then you have like this heart of the story with them, just like you know, obviously being at each other's throat, but like you know, there's it's just that thing of time and it just kind of like they don't even. Ha- I, it's like you know. At times, you could tell they don't even know why they're fighting anymore, and it doesn't matter. But they're still like obviously their best friends, despite yeah, at yeah. all. And they're then got, you know, you've got the guy uh, played by Ozzy Davis, um, uh, Chuck, Chuck, at the mm. bait shop, who's just sort of like their
2: in between. Like between. I love him calling them out on their bullshit. Yeah, and then he just it's goes like over. He-, <laughs> he goes over yeah, to her yeah, house. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> And they think that he like slept with her and he's just like,
2: no, there
1: was no sex involved. <laughs> but she she showed me what it was like to be alive again, even if <laughs> but just for a few hours. And it's kind of <laughs>
0: It was like, what was going on over there? What did she do? It's like, it's she's almost like she has the uh whatever that power was that like um was in that Twilight Zone, the movie thing.
2: They turn him into a kid yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When the the Scatman, so Scatman
0: yeah, <laughs> Crothers, like she, she
2: is just Scatman Crothers. <laughs> yeah, she. I get it. She's just like you know. Compared, to, she's coming in from Hollywood. She's coming yeah. settled down, and like, where are they? Minnesota, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, planned, you know, everybody there is just like in their ways, and like old and grumpy, and like. Judging and watching each other through windows and <laughs> yeah. shit, and, never, and not really going out and the squirrels. Thing, things anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, the squirrels right there nesting underneath her door. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she'd come down, and she's like, so no free and so no full of yeah. life, especially at that age, you know, like yeah. I can, I could, I could, you could see that just like him talking to her. <laughs> for like a few hours or are like jack lemon at the point she just like showed up at his house all the time yeah like i just thought of take those yeah <laughs> she's just like like
0: like yeah, how, you, how did you get would it? You, you just find her broken. a bit annoying if you were like you know outside and her just out there squealing like a jumping into the snow and rolling around or something you'd be like oh, there
2: she goes again yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be cute at first and then a few years <laughs> It's like wife, you know, it's your wife and you're like, love, please, please.
0: (laughs) I can't believe you said that manic pixie dream girl thing. That's just making me laugh so hard now. Because I'm just thinking of like, that's just Natalie Portman in uh, Garden State, like.
2: In 30 years. <laughs> she's <laughs> there just to change their life, just to get help them get through to the next bit. This just one's just a little more permanent. She is uh, coming, dude. She <laughs> uh, she's just waved her hand and they just uh, like whoop, they get that they get an old man dude. boner. They start eating spicy food. <laughs> Snack time. <Whoa>! <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's something about the look you gave to me.
2: I know you can only mean one thing. It's snack time In the morning It's snack time
0: I gave the power to fill
2: yeah look at that
0: yeah but well maybe so good
2: what would you good. get i got we're talking we're talking it's thanksgiving
1: mm-hmm.
2: i didn't do turkey though um we'll have time for that um we're doing kind of a thanksgiving thing here and Thanksgiving hard there's not many thanksgiving movies this yeah. is a good one it's a nice it's a good movie to watch now because sort of it takes you into up, the yeah. holiday, builds you, yeah, going into Christmas. Um it has a but, Thanksgiving scene. <laughs> <laughs> but it's
0: not but very Thanksgiving,
2: you know, it's just like you know, it's a plot point. Their whole thing, it's like the thing they like doing, the thing they argue about. Mm-hmm. They like fishing. Yeah, they're bro. Like going ice fishing. So I got a frozen fish stick. <laughs> I mean it's not frozen now, I've cooked it.
0: Yeah, it's like something. Um, what's this it's Facebook? A bird's eye. Just eat at home alone. Yeah, it's like a TV dinner. It's yeah. sad that
2: it's just one. I should have made two. But
0: it's funny. Anyway,
2: <laughs> but you know, also Ariel comes into their life and she gives them, you know, this zest. Yeah. It's like new lease on life. They want to try things, they want to, you know, put their hot dog in the bun again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they, st- they want to start you know, putting Tabasco sauce on things. So I've yeah. got some hot sauce. I've got some Valentina hot sauce. Valentina. Because <laughs> I'm living life on the edge. I'm not letting my age get me down anymore. <laughs> I'm having my fish finger and I'm putting some hot sauce on it, bro. You better watch I'm out, You're not going to stop me. You, Valentina's really good.
0: Yeah, but if you keep doing that, the older the age you get, man, you're just going to like fucking...
2: You know what happened Drunk to him out, when he has heartache. like...
0: Hot foods in this film, man. Yeah, she nearly killed
2: him. He was chilling before (laughs) that. It definitely wasn't the fact that he was like losing his house and fighting with his family or whatever. All stressed, yeah. It was all that stress and sex, bro. Not good for you. At that age? Yeah. I put a fat dab of hot sauce on this. It's not good. (laughs) I'm like coolio on hot ones. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Didn't he just like cry?
2: (laughs) Passed out. (laughs) Oh. Did you mount Ooh. her? Did you <laughs> mount her, son? i send her to me.
0: <laughs> oh, looks like Chuck's taking the old one-eye to the optometrist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, He's going to
2: bury his boner.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
2: Oh, God. How is it? Um, that's a unique flavor. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good because the fish finger is cold now. Yeah. So... The hot sauce and you know, bringing the heat back mm-hmm. out of it. That was just a lot I put on, but mm-hmm. let's try it. Let's keep going. I'm a big fan of fish fingers. I like them with chips. I like them in a bowl with rice. They're mm-hmm. like a go-to like TV dinner, like a dinner when I'm home by myself. That's the kind of shit I make for myself. So this is good, man. Yeah. And with the hot sauce, usually I would just have it with some ketchup or mayo, but you know, living life on the edge. I'm making snow angels out here.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't fuck give a you. fuck how
2: old I am. Speaking of which, how many snow angels are you making?
0: <laughs> I was going to say something else, but you just reminded me of snow angels. I thought that was funny. But I was going to say, how many uh, frozen fishes are you throwing into your <laughs> your enemy's car?
2: Yeah. Um, none. I'm keeping them all for myself. <laughs> the five, dude. Five. The solid five, solid man. Five. With the hot, the, even with or without the hot sauce, the hot sauce is taking it to a whole new level. Like I feel alive again. Like a so six. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like a, nah, I'm not going there. Six is like, it's ain't the don't Tokyo Dome, to. brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, good man. Yeah, I well, give it a five. What, what you got? What you got? What you saying?
0: Very much in a similar sort of ballpark. You know these guys. You know, I, you know. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of John. Gustafson over here. He's, he's, he's doing, he's unfortunately not not doing too well financially, you know, and uh, he's going home alone and he's upset and he's got no money and he's worried about his tax man coming. He's evading the tax man, jumping out of windows, mm. falling off of the fucking roof and <laughs> shit. Um, and he goes home to his can, his cans of spam and shit like that. Now, I'm not yeah. doing
1: spam again. Not again. This ain't
0: wartime. I'm so out of the not army. On podcast. Um, but <laughs> I also went in the fish realm and I got a little. Oh, mackerel fillets. But
2: oh, oh also. With what's that?
1: Oh, we, oh. Are, we are also
0: living a little bit on the edge here with a little bit of mustard oh.
1: sauce. Oh, mustard. oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. What? Woo. Woo. I uh, just feel like you know
0: John obviously he threw his uh his biggest like he had two fish, right? He caught and then he threw the biggest one into Max's car, and it got all smelly, and yeah, that was funny yeah, yeah. and stuff. But why oh, would you throw the biggest one? So I figured he'd probably go home and he'd just have to pull out like a can of like mackerel
2: but that literally just <laughs> I'm imagining in the what does it look like Isn't it just like literally like yeah it's, like cat food yeah, yeah. it's like a gross <laughs> I, with that yeah. mustard sauce Give it's it all a try. like
0: it's all like chopped up and shit it's, it's weird like um i've never had this one before but i you know mustard sauce is a little bit more popular in america for like things like sardines and stuff but it, mm-hmm. it's usually a, you see the the whole sardine sort of like intact but this is all like chopped up and it that's what disgusting. I was expecting. Yeah. I was
2: expecting more of a, like a can of like headless fish, you know, <laughs> that you just drop into your mouth like a cat. Woo! Whoa, good. that that has a kick to it. Holy shit! Really? With wow, the that's like one? English mustard.
0: Fuck. Yeah, it's good to say
2: <laughs> that's a Dijon mustard.
0: Yeah. Oh man, this is uh, this hit. You know, there we go. It hit different. It does. Is it hit the d Yeah, because in a, in, a, <laughs> in America. The mustard's like the, you know, it is like the American, you know, yeah, French yeah, mustard, mustard yeah. you know.
2: Mustard. That yeah. looks like you're eating mac and cheese. Sounds <laughs> <That was> disgusting. I <laughs> know, I'm just making it worse. <laughs>
0: you know what? This might be good on a cracker. <laughs> on a cracker?
2: On a cracker? It would be pretty good, I bet. Pretty good? It's all right, though. It's all right? Really?
0: I mean, I'm not going to eat this all the time. It's strong. You know, it's all right. It is very strong.
2: (laughs) Holy mackerel!
0: Yeah, you could just see like, like those mustard seeds or whatever in here, just making it way hotter. (laughs) (laughs) No need. It's like weird because mustard's not like a spicy spice sort of, you know, but it has a different kind of like, I don't know. It just reacts funny in your mouth in a weird way. I can't really even explain (laughs) it. It's not spicy, but it's like,
2: it's like. <laughs> how many How many holy moly, are you gonna give it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like you always saying that. Yeah, holy I didn't realize he had moly. a
2: catchphrase in this. and then his son picked it up. Very cute. Yeah.
0: Uh holy it-
2: moly. I'm gonna bang the girl from Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I give it. I give it.
2: Spoiler movie. ends I
0: give it two holy mullies and a holy, so two and a half.
2: In the, in the holiest of holies. <laughs> Burge Meredith is filthy, dude. So
0: gross I thought
2: this. I thought he was filthy in like the Rocky movie. Really? You got you <laughs> got to eat lightning. you got to crap thunder. You know? Is that women's is that weakened legs? You know? <laughs> He's not very funny. Get up, you son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> he's just like a... He's a grumpy old man in, uh, mm. in Rocky.
2: They were bummed. They were all bummed. You're a bum, too. I'm not a, a good old man. He's a sweet old man in Rocky. You know? Yeah. He teaches them, you know, how to go to distance. He's punching above his belt in Rocky. They
0: all are, really, except for Apollo. But then they get called yeah. out. That's like an interesting thing about Rocky. Like even even Mickey is sort of like a
1: two bit,
0: <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, two bit boxer, Old. boxing trainer. You know, he's like he's yeah. could he's have not been. meant to be there in the championship. You know. Mm. But you know he's smart. He, he you know he he protected Rock.
2: He t- he protected Rock. He t- tore him out of ch- chicken, mm-hmm. and then he died just when he needed him most.
0: And that is the.
2: The plot to Grumpy Old Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> does he die in Grumpy Old Man too? <laughs> I feel like he does. I mean, spoiler in real sorry. life and in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he died like soon
0: after this. <laughs> he's not like it's funny. He's not even that old. Like, um, I think he was like he's supposed to be ninety four in this film.
2: Yeah,
0: but he's actually was only eighty five, and he was only like seventeen years older than Jack Lemon, which is possible. For him to be his father,
2: yeah. Especially but like that if you do that math.
0: Yeah, you know, probably, he just right. had a seventeen-year-old kid. You know, like seventeen-year-old kid getting mm-hmm. a woman knocked up. You getting know, busy. it's possible, but um, very possible, very easy. But yeah, I don't know. It's a. Uh, it, it's like one of those funny things. It's like uh, the Golden Girls. Another classic. Oh, yeah. thing about old classic. old people, they, old women. But the yeah, this B. was Arthur. the golden
2: age for old people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, they actually, they used they to they like just old. Got bad rap. Yeah. yeah, then they just started <laughs> ruining the world.
0: People thought grumpy old men was literal. They just like.
2: <laughs> I think they got too much. Maybe they got too much attention. They got a little yeah. too big for their britches. They're like, <laughs> we still matter. <laughs> We're gonna make. <laughs> What I was saying is we're going to drive this country to the ground.
0: Be Arthur, her mother Her mother in the show, was actually younger than her in real life. Yeah,
2: they age her up, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah whatever.
2: That's a great uh, show. It is a good show. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this film was written by Minnesota native Mark Stephen Johnson. He completed the screenplay for Grumpy Old Men while he was working as a secretary for Orion Pictures in 1989. He's actually had a pretty funny career. Like I didn't really know him before I, uh, you know, was doing this episode. But then I was just like, well, actually, I've known like a lot of the shit he did. <laughs> it's funny. Like he did both of the Grumpy Old Men films uh, in terms of writing them, and he did this classic film with Rick Moranis and Tom Arnold called Big Bully. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but oh my god, it's so fucking mm. good. Like Rick Moranis plays this like kid who got bullied a lot by this fucking piece of shit, the like guy in his <laughs> school when he was a kid. And um he fucks off. I think he like <laughs> he like got the kid in trouble and then he his family moved away. <laughs> and the kid got in serious trouble and then he moves back to his hometown and he becomes a teacher at this high school. And it turns out Tom Arnold is the kid that he got in
2: trouble oh. like
0: you know at, he also works at the high school i believe maybe like a gym coach or some shit and then he that's starts probably he, right that's he like realizes, no that's
2: definitely, what, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely yeah.
0: yeah and he realizes who he is and he decides to start bullying him again and it's so fucking good it's like it's probably not that good that's down, but if
2: sounds pretty funny though to yeah. be fair
0: but tom arnold like back in the day and rick moranis dude oh what like what a team up that might have been like Rick Moranis's last film as well before he just fucked. Oh up. yeah, he just
2: retired. Yeah, he's like I'm done with this. Yeah.
0: Well, his wife died. I think he like just wanted oh, to raise his kids, so it's like shit. fair fucks. But yeah, it's kind of a shame because like
2: man, it's a shame, man.
0: Oh, Rick Moranis, legends, so good. Yeah, so people could people keep
2: two people still like I saw the teaser trailer to the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, and whatever. They're still making Ghostbusters movies. I'm not engaging in that conversation. <laughs> um, but, we're going to talk about it on the Patreon. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I was reading the comments and most of them were still like praying for that Rick Moranis cameo. Yeah, yeah. That'd be was so like, good. Yeah, I feel like he, still, appeared,
0: still he appeared in he, something. He,
2: he does like, some voice roles. Yeah. Like, like he was in Brother Bear back in the day and stuff. But yeah. I, don't, I feel like he was like in an ad for something. Mm. The last thing I remembered, like him getting punched in the face.
0: Yeah, maybe it was an <laughs> advert. I think that's what it was. Um, well, Mark Steven Johnson also did <sighs> prepare yourself, film the Michael Keaton snowman film, Jack Frost, <gasps> Jack Frost, <clears throat> not to be confused with the killer snow snowman yeah, movie of the also. same name. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, and he would also go on to direct Ghost Rider, dude. Wow, what a career! And then he did uh, he did the 2013 uh, Robert De Niro and John Travolta film Killing Season, which <laughs> just sounds like a joke. Yeah. Um. And he recently wrote the story to that Christopher Robin movie that came out in like 2019. Oh, that was all right.
2: Yeah, the Ewan McGregor one. Yeah. And
0: know. he's been doing like a few romantic comedy movies recently, like one for Netflix and shit. So he's still kind of kicking a boot. Uh, he wrote the character of John Gustafson based on his own grandfather, with both Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau in mind for the leading roles, which is pretty funny. And then he, uh, the script was, you know, picked up by Richard C. Berman in 1993, and mm. it was reported in the, Hol- the Hollywood Reporter that um, he took it to the producer John Davis, that brought the project to Warner Brothers. And they ended up buying it. And over the course of several years of development, the uh, script was revised to, you know, add a little bit more comedic elements to it. Um, and once they ironed that out, they actually did just pitch it to Jack Lemmon um, with the hopes of him and Walter Matthau joining the project. But uh, Lemmon, you know, basically had to convince Walter Matthau to accept the role <laughs> <laughs> because he wasn't interested. So we get the cast so Jack Lemmon as John Gustafson Jr. and Walter Matthau as Max Goldman. Yeah, so Mathow, he disliked the screenplay and he only agreed to do it after getting urged on by Jack Lemmon and also his son, Charles Mathau. Um, So it, it took a bit of convincing and he just didn't think it was very good. I mean, he was also like, I don't know, he would have been, I guess, maybe done with Dennis the Menace. But like he, he only mm. did that because of money reasons I, I read. It was kind of <laughs> funny, like, which is hilarious. That
2: checked out. Check um,
0: you know, because it's like, it's a, it's a role that he's almost like born to play because it is sort of the same role. It's that like grumpy, like grumpy guy, like Mr. Wilson. Yeah. Um, and he, he, you know, he's sort of almost synonymous with the role now. Uh, you know, obviously there's cartoon versions or comic strip versions, but then when you think of like, who's that live action person, it's fucking Walter Matthau. There's like <laughs> no one else. Don Rickles. Come on. I love Don Rickles, but come on, come on. He's no come on. fucking Mr. Wilson. Um, you no, know, Chris, Christopher Lloyd. I mean, come on, no, come
2: on. <laughs> he's the creepy guy. Yeah. He's the creepy guy. Who comes into town.
0: Yeah. I mean, that could have been in this film as well, man. You know. What did you
2: think of the music in this?
0: Alan Silvestri did it. Alan Silvestri
2: um, doing his thing. Yeah, it felt like I was watching, not a, like a Robert Zemeckis Star Film. Yeah. Like every time Ariel walks the stage, like, did it, did it, this flowery music <laughs> yeah. and shit. Yeah. And I liked it because his music is so synonymous with like the shit I watched growing up mm. that it worked for me here. It like lulled me into that sort yep. of mind frame. Yeah. Um, That's so funny you yeah, said that about if, her
0: music though, because every time like she came on the screen, Julia just started laughing. She was just like, man, what's this fucking like, you know, music for these like women in these films is like the angelic yeah, yeah, yeah. the angelic wife music
2: <laughs> yeah like, i love something? that because it, it's like that old thing <laughs> of like you know where, uh, you know like they're shooting old hollywood stars with the vaseline on the lens and shit yeah. like they just and they stop doing that <laughs> but they like yeah. do, ev- do everything else to like yeah make him feel like that <laughs> it's like chimes and shit. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, the music's alright. I don't really remember other than her music.
2: It's I mean, so it's a bit yeah. of like that nineties. Like here we go again. That nineties bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, alright, Phil. You can you can say all you want about you know, compare because obviously we have to compare this to Dennis Menace Came out the same year and Walter Matthau. This one's also.
2: better. This one's way better. Uh, it's
0: way better movie of sure. I would short, watch this. Short, I short, would short. watch this sure. again. Sure. sure, sure, sure. But the music. Dennis Menace had some fucking fire music, dude. <laughs> dun, 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 sure, dun, I'll give you that. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> fucking great man. Uh sure. Apple. <laughs> 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 uh A Apple. Yeah, so once they finally convinced Walter Matthau to be in this film, they approved to have the director Donald Petrie come on to direct the film. Um, you know, they they did this film in Minnesota Phil and it's freezing. Poor Walter Matthau was actually hospitalized with double pneumonia oh. while they were filming this film. Oh towards fuck. Towards the end. <laughs> It's nuts, man! Fucking these old guys, man! You're you're trying to like get them in this film. He didn't want to do it. You convince him to do it, and then you have him out in freezing cold temperatures in Minnesota, and he, he gets,
2: Minnesota he gets fucking pneumonia. It's fucking crazy. I'm trying to kill these grumpy old men. Do you want that sequel? <laughs> they they actually
0: apparently considered uh, getting Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, another classic comic. <laughs> yeah, duo. Devil. To, yeah, I uh, to be in this film as John and Max but they both declined because of D. Martin's frail health at the time which mm-hmm. he couldn't take the role and he ended up dying in 95 uh, around the same time that the sequel came out so yeah unfortunately it was never meant to be but yeah this would be the sixth feature film collaboration for Walter Mattel and Jack Lemmon after they did Billy Wilder's The Fortune Cookie and they did The Odd Couple, the classic. I mean, Mm. that's the classic one, 1968. And then they did uh, The Front Page in 1974, which I believe is another Billy Wilder film. They did Buddy Buddy in 1981. And then before they did this, they both appeared in JFK.
1: Oh, shit. Did I hear someone say JFK?
2: Oh, fuck me. I smell the conspiracy, Phil you know what i you know what i thought you know i thought that i was like that might come up i was like that nah, i won't come up
1: i hear it's been 60 years since the assassination of john f kennedy jr and mm. we're no closer to an actual answer or at least not what the u.s government wants you to think phil <sighs> you know what i think <laughs> phil I think it, was an, think? Think think it was an inside job. What I think it was
2: an inside job. Wasn't it the grassy man on the mole? No, on the, no, what the fuck? The man. What the fuck is that? The man on the grassy knoll. The man on the
1: grassy knoll. Yeah, that sounds like I have a mole on my ass. Sounds like a fake <laughs> excuse to me. You know Lee Harvey Oswald? He yeah. was a patsy. He really was a patsy. He said, he "Hey, I'm a yeah, patsy." He died saying it. He was. He was, it, he was definitely a true. patsy. Yeah. You know, Phil, it's crazy. In 1965, you know, they, they had planned to end the Cold War. You know, there's reports that John F. Kennedy Jr. was actually planning with Khrushchev and Russia to end the Cold War. They were going to end it. Next thing you know, 1964, John F. Kennedy Jr. assassinated. 1965, around that same time, soon after, Pope John, who they was being the mediator between the two, secretly behind both of their government's backs, died of cancer. Khrushchev, he was taken out by a coup d'etat in Russia. (laughs) So, I think the US government didn't want the Cold War to end. You know what else? John F. Kennedy mm-hmm. Jr. wanted to do. He said he was going to get us out of Vietnam. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine, Phil, a world where the Cold War ended in
2: 1965? We never yeah. went to Vietnam. That would have been amazing. I mean, they met- they referenced it in this movie. Jack Lemmon lost his son in Vietnam. He
1: see, he wouldn't have lost his son in Vietnam. Yeah. So, I wouldn't yeah. have gone over there and become a frogman. You know, I could have stayed home. With my family, maybe gotten in the wrestling business a little bit earlier. Maybe been a bigger star than Hulk Hogan. Okay. You know? This feels like coming back to Hogan. I don't think it would have
2: affected things. There, maybe
1: maybe I could have had a longer career as the, you know a bodyguard for the Rolling Stones. Who knows? I could Were you have, a bodyguard for the I was. I, I toured with the Rolling Stones for <laughs> a good number of years in the 70s. We had a good Very time, good. me and Mick Jagger. He said I did a good job, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, I had to move on. Obviously, were you, were I you became a statesman, you know. Incident? I wasn't there.
2: Nah, not no. me. It would have gone down differently.
1: Yeah, it would have gone down de- because I, you know, being a frogman <laughs> in Vietnam, you know, you learn how to do things. You know, I went to the mm-hmm. Gulf of Tonkin and I had to. What's that? Okay, I'm I'm legally not allowed to say I was actually in Vietnam. I was in the <laughs> Philippines, so we'll clarify that I actually didn't see any actual. So you didn't battle. go to Vietnam.
2: You didn't go to Vietnam.
1: I didn't. I was in I was in the Philippines. You went in Vietnam. I was a frog yeah. man, though, Phil. See, I okay. you know I saw a lot of action there. I was a frog man. Yeah. I had to look for frogs. Uh, it, <laughs> surprisingly, there weren't a lot of frogs in the Philippines at the time. I don't know uh, what happened to them. Why no. were you
2: looking for frogs? what how would that would have helped the war effort
1: there was nothing else to do
2: (laughs) i was just stationed
1: there i was a navy seal (laughs) you know and all these navy seals that's another thing i have a problem with they come back home from you know the wars and stuff and everybody's you know getting paid millions of dollars to be assassins over there in like the middle east and then they come over and they make their films and write their tell-all books you know back in my day we didn't say what we did when we were deployed we came over yeah i might have talked about what i've done you know when i was training but i never talked about what i did while i was deployed i think you know we kept it a little bit more secret you know yeah, kept it it a little bit more quiet think yeah you like well you don't want to give shit. away what we do over
2: there it's a, you know it's a matter of national security why front. don't you why don't you write a old book and they'll make a movie and maybe you could play yourself in it
1: i i don't need that you know <laughs> i i had a good career phil i you know i i don't think anyone likes you know old well, Jesse Ventura. Anyway, you, why do you think the mainstream media doesn't like Jesse? Because I say it like it is, and I tell them that you know John F. Kennedy Jr. was killed by you know the U.S. government, and I think that uh, you know oh, no. they made this film here in Minnesota. You, you guys are talking about cold, oh, cold yeah. wars. This is a cold war of a movie, isn't it? You got two old men, you know, they're <laughs> fighting each other over fish and stuff, and I'm like. The thing is, Phil, you know, they're, they're out there fishing. They think they're hunting and stuff. But did you know you're not really hunting unless you've hunted a man? That's real hunting. And I've done that as a frogman over in Vietnam. I know what he it weren't means. in to, Vietnam. I know what it means to hold a fish to a man's throat. <laughs> what do you think about that? They didn't ask me to be in this movie, Phil. It's kind of crazy. This film was made in 93. I was still you, in my film career. I did Demolition Man in 93. They yeah. didn't ask well, me we, to be in this film. You could have played the fish. Phil, this film was made in Minnesota. I'm a film star slash former professional wrestler from Minnesota. <laughs> I was yeah. the governor a few years later in Minnesota. <laughs> They didn't ask. My house did end the film. <laughs> they drove by my house. I saw that when you looked through the window. <laughs> I was looking out to see what was going on, all the noise, and I saw Walter Mack like, and Jack moly. Lemon. I'm a grumpy old man. I could have been in this movie. They didn't ask me mm. if I wanted to be in this movie. I'm from Minnesota. Who else are they going to get? Vern Gagne? No. Prince? No. That wow. guy from The replacement? Paul Westerberg? No. No. Bob Dylan, he he sold his soul to New York City. Just like Vince McMahon did. He was from North Carolina. <laughs> and he tries to act like he hates the Southerners. That you know Doesn't That sounds right like you. a politician to me, just like Hulk Hogan. I'm a statesman.
2: And you're not a politician. And I'm not a
1: politician. And that's why the government and mainstream media do not like yeah. Jesse Ventura.
2: They're afraid. That's why they didn't ask you to be in this movie. They're afraid of your views and what it could mean for America. Well, I smell. Conspiracy. I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're still ready. I smell. They're still conspiracy. not ready. Maybe.
1: Maybe you guys are the patsies. You ever think
2: about that? I don't like where this is going. I don't, I don't like your insinuation. I think that's enough. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: God oh, Sorry He just keeps coming he's, out I don't he's know He's
2: getting more He's getting more And more hardcore This dude <laughs> It's like, it's like he, he needs less To come out Yeah I didn't and even say conspiracy He said it No It's getting more yeah. Personal I feel like he's, getting, he's Turning on us No, nah, it's nuts man I don't know 60 years though
0: It is 60 years We're showing uh, The old uh, JFK film
2: Yeah And you know what else We're showing that night
0: Phil's movie (laughs) Phil's movie (laughs) yeah but only if you got an email
2: to say you're invited some people who are listening did uh, donate to the fundraiser, so thank you so mm -hmm. I will see you then but yeah we're doing a private screening finally showing it November 22nd 22nd. the week after this episode comes out yeah the Prince Charles cinema Um, well Edgar Wright will be there Really? Not at, not at, no, not at the screen. <laughs> he's gonna be at the cinema. Maybe I'll ask him if he wants to stick around. Oh yeah, because at uh, he's doing a podcast. Q&A a thing, real feed, yeah. The Real feed, the real feedback. And it's the 60th anniversary of JFK assassination, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means for that night, but it feels good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feels like I don't a good know, omen. Maybe
0: Jesse Ventura will make an appearance. <laughs> take over
1: while you're like God damn it who are yeah, you're talking gonna, I'm going to be space.
2: doing the intro You're going to be like Hold on Hold on
1: Hold on real quick <laughs> Yeah Right there <laughs> I actually directed this movie <laughs> <laughs> It's a conspiracy again
2: Oh god Yeah hopefully nobody takes me out To yeah. elongate a bullshit war
0: Yeah Yeah yeah
2: I mean It wasn't inside job, though
0: Jesse's right
2: He's right He's right He's right
0: I mean, if it wasn't an inside job, it was a it was a funny cover up. Like the maybe there was that one shot, but it scared the uh, the secret service agent, and he like accidentally discharges.
2: I love that. That's yeah, I conspiracy. love that theory. That's a great I that theory. theory.
0: I think that's pretty <laughs> like plausible
2: as well. That's pretty true. Yeah, it sounds like it could be true.
0: Yeah, because he was apparently like a new boy who was kind of like. Uh, plus, it'd be scary as well. You know,
2: like you're just not expecting it, right? Like, you could know, you imagine like holding that secret for like yeah. the rest of your life, dude? You that like you accidentally shot JFK. Head off. How do you talk to anybody? How do you yeah. talk to your wife and your kid and like know that was you? Yeah. That you changed. You single-handedly changed. The you were the American history. <laughs> <laughs> you were the magic bullet. Uh,
0: how did this turn into a JFK episode? sorry that was this, my isn't fault. The, this isn't the thing is with fault.
2: the podcast <laughs> See, think this isn't funny. the thing with grumpy old men
0: this is the thing that's I think the it was thing also did this. we even
2: speak about the movie this I remember we did the hot take <laughs> we did I ate a fish finger and then we started talking about JFK
0: I think it's like it's one of those films where it's good but it's like there's not enough about it there's not much <laughs> to talk about talk <laughs> about
2: and
0: in in. Margaret, and Margaret Margaret's really nose. good at it. She's great. She's really funny.
2: She's seducing all the old men in town.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Originally, they wanted uh, the legendary Italian actress Sophia Loren to play the part, but it would ultimately go to the Swedish American star Anne Margaret. But don't you worry, folks, because Sophia Loren will appear in that sequel, Grumpier Old Men.
2: And then you get next week. Yeah, next week. Next week. Grumpier you know, Old Men. Grumpier Old Men. Uh, They're doing another season of the Santa Claus And we have to watch him again. <laughs> I don't and I'm going to watch it. We dude, never did I don't do. Know why. I don't remember liking the first season. Yeah, we never did the actual show. But you just talked. I about watched it. it. Yeah. And I and I'm going to watch the new one because I can't help myself.
0: Yeah. Uh Burgess Meredith. Yeah, he plays <laughs> Justice Senior. He's great. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. I remember he was like a big thing, I think, post this film. I mean, it was kind of nice. Like this film breathed new life into all these elder Hollywood, elder statesmen. For you, Jesse, Jesse, saluting to you. These elder statesmen in Hollywood, you know, they just had a, I don't know, like I remember people absolutely loved Burgess Meredith's character so much so that I like convinced myself that maybe he was like nominated for like an academy award for like <laughs> one of these films but he wasn't I think no it was way. just like that you know it was just that thing where he just obviously had like such a funny role and his I think Very in the memorable. second one as well they're like that kind of the same movie you know in a way <laughs> but they're both fun um Ossie Davis we already said he plays Chuck he's great as well He's really fun in this film and then yeah you get Daryl Hannah and Kevin Pollock playing the children of the two guys. Oh, you get, up getting
2: you get together. one more. And then you we get, get one more fun little surprise. <laughs> Shoot him, McGavin. Uh, he's a boy. <laughs> Ultimate Christopher boy. Ultimate
0: boy. Yeah, Kevin Pollock is a bit of a boy. Oh, as well. yeah,
2: because he popped He popped up in um, Workroom for a Dream, didn't he?
0: Yeah. At the TV. McDonald, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. so good. Yeah. Kevin Pollock and Ultimate Boy. Yeah, they were both in. Um, they were both in house arrest together, and I know I'm all I'm always going on about that. I think maybe next year we need to do some of the films that I'm always going on about. <laughs>
2: like, that would be a good season. Yeah, film always
0: going on about. Those.
2: So we'll do Better Off Dead. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that one.
0: What was the other one I've been talking about as well? Um,
2: we did. Ago. We did. some I married an ex-murderer.
0: Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, the uh, team movie uh, can't hardly wait. Can hardly wait. Yeah, <laughs>
2: just always going off
0: about him. No, but yes, Kevin Pollak and Christopher McDonough are both in house arrest, and it's such a great movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it as well. Fucking awesome.
2: Nice.
0: Great casting of Jennifer Love Hewitt playing the daughter of. Uh, oh, Jennifer uh, Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, yeah, yeah. So Jennifer Tilly and Jennifer Love Hewitt playing mother and daughter. Fucking what kind of casting is nice. that? It's
2: fucking great casting. <laughs> so good. Very good casting. Very good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so good. All right, so the crew arrived in Minnesota to shoot in January 1993, but the production was delayed by the lack of snowfall. So Donald Petrie, the director, requested they bring in some snow machines, and they finally got them in and they were able to get the you know production going by February. They shot in the cities of St. Paul, Fairbault, and Center City, Minnesota, which all had to double for Wabasha or Wabasha, however you say that. um. Because it's way
1: too small <laughs>
0: to accommodate them. I think maybe they did a couple of shots, but they couldn't really be in there uh, filming because it was just such a small town. But man, like we were saying at the top, dude, I was just like, I've been watching a lot of like gone fishing. Uh, I might have said this to you, like, are <laughs> oh, you last summer, with the
2: uh, with the uh, Bob yeah, Moore and Paul Martin. Whitehouse?
0: Yeah, and. Uh, it, you know, the, the fishing scenes in this film, like them just going out on the lake and just into their little ice shanties and stuff. It just made me like, want to do that. I was just like, dude, I just want to go there. <laughs> like,
2: I just want to like, go fishing.
0: Yeah. And it's like go, gone fishing has like, you know, it's opening my eyes up to like, Oh, there are like, you know, some nice places in England you can go to and just be out in mm-hmm. the wilderness and stuff. It just looks beautiful and stuff. And I was just like, man, looks great. Just, uh, Want to go out and do that, like fucking London? I don't, I don't, I don't want to be
2: in a shack, just looking at a hole in the ground.
0: <laughs> oh, man, drinking myself so,
2: into oblivion. That'd be
0: great, dude. You just have some music playing or something. I have a little guitar in there or something, and just like, <laughs> you know, just like. It could be. I have nice. a little fishing, my little duck fishing pole, you know.
2: A <laughs> <laughs> little record player, little gramophone.
0: He fixed it for him. It was sweet. And then fuck he, him. He knew what he was doing. Got so angry at him. <laughs>
2: I love that fight they have afterward, where they just—it's like a hoot on third bit. Yeah. Where he's what? like, "What? <laughs> so? <laughs> so what? What?"
1: <laughs> they get so angry. Yeah. Speaking of the ice fishing
0: scenes. don't speak. <laughs> they uh they filmed that on Lake Rebecca in the northwest of Minneapolis. And before the last day of principal photography, they you know were delayed as I mentioned earlier. Walter Mattel got pneumonia. During I think the scene where they were fight the fight scene or whatever, like you mm-hmm. know, they're in the freezing cold snow and stuff, you know, jumping around and shit. And yeah, Walter Matho got pneumonia. And they couldn't finish, even though they, they started shooting in February. They they were supposed to finish shooting in April, and they couldn't actually finish until June. mathel got better at about May, but they had to wait around until Jack Lemmon and Ossie Davis were free <laughs> because <laughs> they were doing something <laughs> else. So like crazy. They they were like it seems like a long time to be shooting on this film. For what would be like a for, ideally start to have film. such
2: a limited time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but know, make it quick. It was originally gonna be uh opening in February ninety four, and to make it even funnier, like the fact that like they, you know, I don't know. You would imagine probably the end of the film, you know, like they're they're trying to wrap up They're in produ- post-production and stuff and apparently they like shot even more you were talking about that scene that you actually kind of liked the uh 500 days of summer that's that whole like yeah. post-sex scene like 500 yeah days which of i late, hate in that movie you know, yeah. dance scene uh oh. yeah so your 500 days of summer scene that you actually do like when when jack lemon has sex
2: it's just jack know. lemon dancing in the kitchen yeah. making eggs it's so fucking wholesome
0: but they, they filmed that like afterwards. That was like a pickup thing because. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, Jack Lemon like wanted to extend it. Like, I think he, they had, I don't know, they were looking at like a test cut or something like that. And they thought it, he did something they thought was kind of funny. So they decided to just like extend it and make it longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just- I bet he just did like a
2: little Twitter. Could I imagine the <laughs> yeah. scene once he finds that fishing rod? Mm. And he's like, and he's in a good mood. He's like, you know what? I'll fucking fix it. But. Maybe he did like a little little dance on the way to the <laughs> counter, and they're like, "Let's keep doing that."
0: Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. So they shot yeah. a whole extra thing, but so you you know you imagine they're behind schedule anyway. They filmed probably longer than they wanted to, and then you get into post production, and then they were supposed to release this shit in February 1994. But Warner Brothers, they were like, "Nah, son, we had a strong <laughs> year in '93, and we want to maximize mm. our profits," so. You're gonna move you yeah, backwards to Christmas Day 1993. so
2: oh right before yeah
0: right before 94 and uh, mm. it just made the cut and it grossed 3.9 million dollars in its opening weekend. It ended up being this big surprise hit because neither like Lemon nor Math thought it would do anything and it would yeah. go on to make 70 million dollars in the US and Canada and internationally it would make another 10.4 million dollars for a worldwide total of $80.5 million on a $35 million budget. Not bad.
2: Not and, bad. Good for them.
0: You know, Christmas 93, you know, it was a big, busy movie season that year. And it had to, you know, compete mm. with some pretty heavy hitters. You had a bunch of sequels that were released in December 93, including Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, <laughs>
1: Beethoven's <laughs> Second.
2: Oh, my God.
0: And My Childhood
2: Come to Life. Wayne's World 2. Oh, Another Kevin Pollack. Yeah. Is he in yeah. that one or in the first one?
0: Is it, I think he is in that one, right?
2: The Eye. Yeah, because yeah. that, that he's going... Yeah, because they're, they're going out to the go, form.
0: Yeah, they're trying to get the form so that they can yeah. do Wayne stock. And that's where Garth meets the female Garth, basically.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's such a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we do that for 93? <laughs> we should do... You know, we, we'll probably do like a best of the year sort of episode like we normally do. Mm. And we should do a best of
0: 93. <laughs> Instead of best of
1: twenty. Like an
2: honorable... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even just like an honorable mention of all the... Because we've... We talked about a lot. We didn't talk about any of those. And yet yeah. we talked about so many 93 movies mm. this year.
0: Yeah. I mean, to 2023, I mean... F- came out. And this oh, was Garrett.
2: surprisingly one of the better ones. Yeah, nothing came out in
0: 2022. <laughs> Absolutely
2: nothing came out. Literally no movie. It was so weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, critics mostly liked the film. The consensus was that, like, you know, Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau might have been better than any of the shit they were given in this film, but their chemistry was so strong that it hardly matters. Karen James in the New York Times called the film the kind of holiday movie a lot of people are searching for. She went on to explain mm. that it's just because it's cheerful, it's un- well under two hours, and it doesn't concern any major social blights unless you think Jack Lemon tossing a dead fish in a Walter Matthau's car is a cause for alarm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah.
0: Despite rating it two two stars out of four and giving it a mixed review about the film's credibility and direction, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times concluded his review by saying that Matthau and Lemon are fun to see together. If for no other reason than just the essence of their beings, <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs> it's weird, but sure,
0: yeah, they are though. It's true. It's yeah. like it, you know, this film wouldn't really work without them. I mean, maybe if D. Martin and Jerry Lewis were well, like you know, D. Martin more so was more of better health at the time. You know, that could have been an interesting version. You know, I would have been down for it. I love Martin and Lewis, but yeah. Math
2: and women, dude. They're he's the one dude. I love me from Jack Lemon, man. Yeah. I love I'm a big fan of I like Billy Wilder a lot and I yeah, like dude. the stuff he did with him and The Apartment so the and one of my favorites. So good, and yeah. so some like at heart he's the main thing in it. And it's just still there, like I see. Like Walter Matthau's always been the old grumpy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Jack Lemmon was like the young everyman, like Jimmy Stewart type. Yeah, he and was like, still there. he was
0: kind of low key hot, you know? Like Matthau always <laughs> always did have that like, <laughs> yeah, kind of goofy face, looking like, he, he face like a big fucking and mitt or something. Yeah. I mean? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's like kind of mean looking. Cause even you go back to like the 70s, you know, uh, you know, you have like Charlie Verrick or like, you know, he has uh like the bad news bears, I meet mean, baseball. Um, With you know, so he he's he sort of always looked the same, just a mean old kind of curmudgeon kind of guy. Yeah. And he plays it well. He does it so well. But yeah, Jack Lemon, kind of hot boy back in the day. The apartment, you know, he was great looking. And uh Ben, yeah, dude, do you wanna talk about boys stable stuff like I'm not talking about math or limit, but like you go into directors, we haven't really talked about that style, of, you know, boy stable directors. You know, maybe the ones that it, they kind of you kind of popular, but they're not getting their like just desserts. Um, in my opinion, Billy Wilder, dude, fucking hell,
2: one of the greatest. <sighs> yeah,
0: <sighs> some of my favorite movies, man, so good. I mean, I feel like it's a bit it's a bit funny to say that because obviously he did like you know, I don't know, people really seem to like things like. Um, uh the sunset boulevard and stuff like that but <clears throat> yeah that's a big
2: one it's still, but still yeah no, that's uh, like stuff like eighth in the hole there's stuff like um it's like 17 i'm always talking about yeah. that one that there's that one the the long the long weekend the long goodbye i forget what it's called kiss me stupid that, is fun yeah armelle douche double indemnity banger mm-hmm. um he did, wait, I need to remember the name of this fucking movie. The Last Weekend. Yeah, Last Weekend. Um, but yeah, some absolutely amazing... I want to see the Fortune Cookie one that you did with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. That sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, I feel like I saw it back in the day, but I need to rewatch it. Like it, It's one of those I saw... I, was, I went through a big kick, you know, mm. was watching all the classics and stuff, and I'm pretty sure I watched the Fortune Cookie... But I don't remember it. It's weird. It's like one that I don't remember. I remember most of the others, though. I don't know. Maybe it's crazy to say that Billy Wilder is a bit of a boy stable. Maybe he is a little too, too popular, you know.
2: I think he's generally respected, right? Like yeah. you know, because like we looked at him in like film school and stuff. But like he's just not one that comes up in conversation a lot. I think. Yeah. It just kind of slept on.
0: Yeah. So like, boy stable. I'm.
2: I'm. I'm. I'm Reinstate. I took it away, and I'm reinstating it. Boys' stable. Yeah, blind. like I would say the same thing with like <laughs> you know Sydney Lumet, but like Sydney Lumet like made some of the biggest movies in history. But like, yeah. how many people? How often are people like, oh my god, Sydney Lumet?
0: <laughs> I guess people you know? just don't like really give directors enough credit. You know,
2: no one left their personality in them, th- themselves,
0: yeah. or
2: like you um, know,
0: it's funny like. Scorsese and uh, you know, Spielberg and stuff like those new Hollywood guys mm. really started to like, you know, become such big things. And I guess Tarantino as well. We're kind of like living through that at the moment. We
2: should, so. we should try and think it like more, like do like proper obscure, like boy table, like directing. Can I be fun? Can I can think of people that like, I liked. They'll just do like maybe a string of like studio movies and a kinda of generic, kinda of director far higher, but like there'll just be a few that I like and it just happens to be from the same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it might be like just their sensibility works. Mm. Um or there's some that I just think it's fun to like argue about, like Nack Snyder, obviously. <laughs> We're getting my that boy. new one,
0: man. We're getting that new one. I know we're getting Texts that Rebel Moon the day this episode goes out.
2: <laughs> one of four cinemas in the world to be showing that shit. Yeah, seventy mil. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas,
0: <laughs> you Snyderheads. Are you Snyderheads? Are you people out there who are upset that we didn't finish episode, you know, one hundred and fifty, and that you have to wait until three hundred, you know, <laughs> to, to finish think... that off? You just think about that as you watch, you know. Rebel Moon at the Prince Charles Cinema from 70mm. Yeah. Tickets are on sale yeah. the day this episode goes out. Cinema.com. How, how in the fuck are we talking about Rebel Moon? <laughs> that's, that's what grumpy old men like not really having much to talk about. Does to you, Phil? Because I'm done. That's I'm funny. done. I don't know.
2: I'm done. All right. Um. Done. Well, yeah, done that was it.
0: fun. I, I really liked this film. It's fun. It's a good watch. You know, it's it's easy. Stick it on. Chill watch. Uh, has a scene of Thanksgiving. But next week we're gonna get into something that's a little bit more Thanksgivingy. And it's funny we only picked it because it's a '93 film, but we've <laughs> it's a sequel. <laughs> we haven't even done the first movie. Ah. <laughs> uh. Does it matter? No, I don't think it matters.
2: No, should we? we no, it doesn't we, matter. Should we? Uh, it's the better one. It's the better one, and it pro- it's like one of the few proper Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, um, and it it's it's just really good. I don't. I doubt you'd be mad.
0: Should we like watch both of them and then just like kind of briefly talk about? It? I'm not gonna do a lot of notes. on it like brief I mean reach. I've
2: seen yeah I've briefly seen them talk both, about the first one talk. I mean sure. I, yeah you
0: probably don't even need to cause, yeah. you well, don't it, need just,
2: it plot wide and the second Uncle one Fester, is the more memorable one
0: It's it's just the whole like Uncle Fester is the one and you know he comes and he's uh, oh yeah we're talking about the Adams family movies because uh, next week, Adam's Family Values, ninety-three Thanksgiving yes. film. but there's a there's the whole thing in the first film where Uncle Fester just reappears and he's like has fucking what amnesia or something or is is he sure? But is he a fake Fester? Just... I don't even remember. Is it... he a fake Fester? I don't remember.
2: <laughs> there's a fake.
0: I just remember he doesn't know who he is or whatever. Yeah, but he's pretending to be Fester.
2: Yeah, he's a fake Fester. He's a fake. Then, Do they just uh,
0: let him be Fester though? Like,
2: yeah, he just becomes the real Fester.
0: That makes no sense, but there it is, doesn't matter. There is they're, a great the quote Fester there's a in great Adam quote family
2: in that film, <laughs> film
0: where he's like, "The name's Fester.
2: It means to rock." <laughs> <It's the laughs> That's The delivery
0: of "Hey, yeah. it's coming around, full circle," fucking Christopher Lloyd. There we go. Thought and you thought you weren't gonna get to talk dirty, about his dirty, dirty, dirty man. dirty, man. Next week we're gonna see him in his best dirty
2: role ever. <laughs> and the Van Valen Valley is still very much Fester centered. Yeah. With that's the true. oh yeah, because there's incomparable the incomparable John yeah, Cusack. Comes
0: in. Yeah, John Cusack. yeah.
2: Shit, iconic. And then like they're the a very, very good Thanksgiving scene. I Absolutely. think just dumped up the whole season yep. at the camp. I think it's good. I think, you know.
0: I don't know, Phil. I think, like, you saying you saying that that's, like, you know, the most iconic Thanksgiving
2: the film, I mean, I'm fair, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe, name maybe, name maybe, one, literally name one other one. Maybe. maybe name one more. M- maybe. I'm listening. I'm all
0: ears. Just maybe over on Patreon, there might be a little bono episode that is probably oh.
2: the most Thanksgiving film of all time.
0: And it's a bit of a callback to earlier
2: This year. In the year. It's something you definitely wanted. Or you Mm. didn't know you wanted. Buddy.